Welcome to Macintosh and Mod. Haven't seen what? The podcast where we make each other watch movies we should have already seen. I'm Diana. And I'm David. And today we are talking about the 2022 Oscar nominations. Ooh, it's bonus time and it's nomination time. Yes, it's what we work for. And you know what? We did a pretty good job because we have very few movies to see <laughs> in order to hit all of our categories. The Academy voters are really going for like cinema with a capital C this go around. It feels yeah, like. like they really wanted very classic Oscar films. Sort of. I mean, we'll get into it. They threw some curveballs. In... They they certainly did, and I think that I mean the the ones that aren't a surprise are because that's what is typical. The ones that are surprising honestly aren't that surprising because that's what the trends have been for the last couple of years yeah absolutely so yeah you know cool uh and then you know i well we'll get into that when we get into the trends i i have some i have some thoughts about what movies didn't get nominated mm -hmm. and i'm not gonna blame the academy as much as i normally might no oh, okay hmm well, let's talk about by the numbers and give our top five nominees this year mm-hmm King Richard comes in fifth with six nominations. Okay. Tying for third with seven nominations each are West Side Story and Belfast. Okay. Not surprising. Those are two very solid movies. And West Side Story, of course, is by our standards right now, the front runner, the one to beat. I think so. Dune comes in in second with 10 nominations. You know, I said... I had said that I would be surprised if, if there was a movie that swept, with the exception being a film that got a bunch of technical awards, and here we are with Dune. What's surprising is where Dune misses out. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. In some very glaring places. Sure. And with 12 nominations, and signifying to me more than anything that they are very much trying to look at high art cinema, The Power of the Dog. Yeah, I'm I'm not surprised by its prominence, but I am surprised that it got that many. Like we knew it was going to get nominated for a lot of the big stuff, but how many I think is honestly absurd. It pulled so many nominations and I'm not going to complain. It's not a movie that I hated. It's just a movie that I was less keen on than some other things I've saw last year. It's not as good as these nominations would imply. But on the flip side, I could understand other people seeing it, and I also wonder if we had seen it in a theater if we would feel differently. I, I don't think so. I don't know. I, I, for me, I really don't know. Hmm. Well, let's talk about the, the trends, the surprises of this year, and the first one I'm going to throw up here is foreign language films getting even more play. Love it. I mean, Parasite really knocked down that door. It really did. It's fucking good, too. It, it needed to happen. Without the success of that film, we wouldn't have the six, like the breakthrough quite as much as that we do with television, especially particularly Netflix. Um, with, uh, there's a lot of Korean television that has passed over. And that's also a combination of really good dubbing and like making the dubbing of something an art form in and of itself, which I think is really cool. This is this is a good trend. 
Uh, we've got three foreign language films that got significant nominations outside of the best foreign language film, mm-hmm. which are Parallel Mothers coming from Spain. That one's not surprising. That's Almodovar and Penelope Cruz. Like, mm-hmm. what what is surprising is how far up the list they've gotten. Yes. <laughs> Typically, you would see an acting nod from an Almodovar film, and that would be, kind of be it. Mm-hmm. We have The Worst Person in the World coming out of Norway, which is it's barely out right now. Mm-hmm. So um, it's been really hard to garner any buzz. And the one that we have heard about, the one that we have, people were saying like, watch out for this one and don't get shocked, is Drive My Car from Japan. Yeah, that one's been on our radar for a little bit, but it hasn't been here. So we haven't had the opportunity to see it yet. It won several awards at Con. It was a massive, mm-hmm. massive critical success. and. I have a feeling that it's going to be a lot like Parasite with a completely different story and tone. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just going to have that same feeling, though, of like a really ambitious, grand story told in a unique way. Mm -hmm. One of the trends that I get onto here is that the crowded year, Mm -hmm. because so much got released, there's stuff that got left in the lurch. I don't completely disagree. I mean... Again, it is hard to know without having seen it, but number one, Ridley Scott's going to be fuming, which he can get the fuck over it because I'm sure The Last Duel is really good and probably deserved a little more recognition than it got. It did. House of Gucci deserves nothing. (laughs) It's nominated in exactly where it belongs, makeup and costumes. Yeah, it's uh, it's fine. It's fine. Here's the thing. Also, if if Lady Gaga had gotten nominated, I would not have been surprised no i wouldn't have either but as we'll get into it i'm really happy that she didn't however there's some other smaller movies um people are going to talk about come on come on with joaquin phoenix because people have said he's magnificent in it sure there's a lot of people who talk about the green knight especially for visuals yes and how that's getting snubbed and probably the biggest one and it's a glaring omission is passing yeah that one i'm i (sighs) I don't know if it's the Netflix of it or if it's the fact that I don't really think that it had much of a theater presence yeah. because it came out, I believe it came out in the summer and I've only heard good things about it, but because I think it, they kept that film so small, it wasn't going to get considered. They definitely did not put marketing behind that film at all i mean it it is it is really hard it's it's hard to because you have a first-time director Mm -hmm. with rebecca hall and you're taking a flyer on a story that's not super well known it's Mm -hmm. adapted from a novel from the 1920s sure Everybody who saw it has spoken so highly of it. It's mm-hmm. one of the few movies that just got completely shut out that I'm like, I have to go see this. Yeah. And then you have such a highly regarded lead performance. Mm-hmm. When we talk about Best Actress, I feel like there was an opportunity there, but it's hard for for us to really judge that without having seen that movie. Sure. At some point, I will sit down and then I'll probably be a little bit mad. <laughs> Possibly. About about getting left out somewhere. <laughs> sure. And one other interesting thing is with the acting nods this year, there's a lot of people who got in here 
who were either not on the radar or were on the radar early in award season mm-hmm. and for whatever reason were continuing to get shut out. Of other awards. Yeah, well, uh, and of the more recent things, like the SAG Awards and things like that, which mm-hmm. usually as those trends shift, it's pretty predictable that, oh, wow, people are going to get left off. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they snapped right back to the originals. Yep. Which honestly is a good thing for some of these categories. Sure. Though there are some some snubs that I'm scratching my head a little bit about. Mm. We'll talk about those when we get to those individual categories. But let's go ahead and start with the big kahuna. The 10 movies that have been nominated for Best Picture. They had to nominate 10. Yes. We have Belfast. Makes total sense. Coda. Makes total sense. I'm actually really happy. That was an Apple movie that got a lot of promotion on Apple TV, but I don't know that it got much elsewhere. Yeah. People have been talking about it a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't look up. I'm surprised and also not surprised by this. Mm, drive my car. Yep, we're excited about this because we we haven't seen that one. I love seeing the Academy voters coming in and saying, what is the best foreign language film of this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to add it to the top list here. <laughs> yeah, it's that good. When it's, when it's that good, we need to regard it as such. Fair. Dune. It was a really good movie. It was. The Academy could get on board better with Dune than they could with No Way Home. The Academy is not going, I don't know, I have the same issue with both um, in terms of being a best picture in that it's part of a whole of a bigger story and it doesn't, it it shouldn't stand on its own. (laughs) I know I've said like, oh, I can like No Way Home as its own story, but it's richer made richer by being a part of a series and dune is great but it's one half of a story so (laughs) but i will say the artistry behind dune is a lot easier to appreciate to the artsy fartsy masses than marvel a little bit a little bit king richard classic biopic bait that's fine no surprise there but a solid biopic oh solid Gotta give him credit for that. Yeah, not mad. Not surprised. Licorice pizza. Fuck off. They love Just... Paul Thomas. He makes cool stuff. The movie's beautiful. Story sucks. That's such a circle jerk. It's it like, is. fuck you. We know. Again, not surprised. Nightmare Alley. Good. It was a really good, entertaining story. I have nothing bad to say about that movie. <laughs> Good. It's one of it's one of my top five. I really, really loved watching it. They like Guillermo del Toro. He made a great movie. Yep. The Power of the Dog. Again, not surprised. Nope. And West Side Story. No shock there. Nope. Now here's what's missing, and we could see if maybe something should slot in here. We, of course, have Tick, Tick, Boom. I would have put Tick, Tick, Boom in there. I, I, I would have, too. And... What's frustrating is as soon as I saw where they were going with this, I was like, they're only going to do one musical and it's going to be West Side Story. Yes, I know it's musical versus musical here and that goes to West Side Story. And that is very frustrating because there's room for both because they are wildly different. Yeah. Um, I don't think Tick, Tick, Boom. 
I, I, it's my favorite movie of the year. I know. I, I, know. I know it's not the best movie of the year. I can admit that, even though it wasn't my favorite one. But you could have slotted Tick, Tick, Boom in here ahead of something like Don't Look Up. Agreed. I would, I would agree with that. Too. And maybe Licorice Pizza, if people, yes. if people had the same opinion about Licorice Pizza that we did, then fine. But yes. you know, half of the Academy voters and critics and people seem to think it's God's gift to cinema. So. Mm. Being the Ricardos not showing up here. Um I'm fine with that. It's a crowded year. Yeah, I'm I don't think that's a snub. And if I have to compare that against King Richard, King yeah. Richard is the far more compelling and emotional story. Um I mean, if you're yeah, gonna pit biopic against biopic, it's gonna yeah. be King Richard. I don't I don't necessarily see being the Ricardos as a biopic. I, I I could see them flattening it to that though. Oh, I agreed. And finally, the one that we mentioned here, passing. <laughs> yeah, passing. Not um, getting pulled in, which again, easily could have put that in there ahead of Don't Look Up or Licorice Pizza. Sure. One other one I will mention, they were never going to do it, but fucking Encanto. Yeah, Encanto's the front runner for animated, and I, I understand why they don't want to put animated films in the big category. This was a year where it, I, I could have seen the argument for it this with, is the with exception. that film beauty and the beast got nominated yeah no no no. they there is no reason they couldn't have nominated Encanto. sure in but this I, category yeah but i i i also understand it oh I, all right now we get to best director we have paul thomas anderson for licorice pizza Arf. kenneth branagh for belfast earned jane campion for the power of the dog i say no to that Ooh, I disagree. Ryusuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car. Haven't seen it, but cool. And Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. Earned. Missing from this list are Lin-Manuel Miranda. I don't think it was going to happen this year. He wasn't going to win, but I am. I take solace in that he was nominated in the first time director category for the Director's Guild Award. So I kind of feel like the same way we did with Bo Burnham when he didn't get an Oscar nod. Yeah. It's like, okay, your peers have acknowledged the good work you did. So I'm happy with that. Even if he doesn't win that award, I'm happy because it was a really amazing effort. And we could probably say the same thing for Maggie Gyllenhaal and Rebecca Hall here. Yes, we have. First time directors. You're... And they're all nominated for the DGA too. Yeah, I know. And and in such a crowded year with much bigger directors, mm-hmm. man... It, was, uh, it wasn't going to happen. Here. It was going to be really hard. Now, here's two that I really think could go in here. Denny Villeneuve is not on this list. He's not. And I think, again, that speaks to... I, I think it's wildly <laughs> crazy that Dune made it into Best Picture and he didn't get directing. I could have seen that flip where Dune didn't get nominated for Picture, but he got nominated for directing. Because it's all him. Him in production, it truly is. You hear him talk about this movie, and this is like, you know, every movie he made leading to the big budget stuff he's mm-hmm. done was very much his own vision. Sure. This, however, is like the purest distillation of, here's your blank check, Denny, go do it. Mm-hmm. And he does it really solidly. At no point did that movie feel like it was running off the rails despite it being so gigantic. Yep. 
And so I am baffled as to why he is not in there ahead of Anderson. I, I, I agree. I don't want Anderson at all. The other one here who was probably always going to get edged out, but really did have a singular vision for his film is Guillermo. Yeah, I he was never getting nominated for that. I mean, I get it. But then after seeing that movie, I go, I don't know. No, he wasn't. It's that good a noir, though. <laughs> not not in this year. No. Yeah. Never. It was never going to happen. Some people said that, you know, if they had decided, hey, we love Steven a lot, but no, mm-hmm. because it's Steven, mm-hmm. then both of those guys could have had a slot. But on the flip side, I sit there and go, yeah, but this if you're going to nominate Steven, this is the time to do it because he surprised all of us. So... I'm I'm actually happy that Spielberg got nominated because I'm like, he this that. is one of the best things I've ever seen him do. <laughs> All right. Moving on to screenplay awards. For original screenplay, we have Belfast. Mm-hmm. Don't Look Up. Mm. King Richard. Eh. Licorice Pizza. Barf. And The Worst Person in the World. Not having seen Worst Person in the World, I'm going with Belfast. Belfast is the, the number one choice there. We've got some big hitters missing here. We talked about it again. I know it wasn't getting in, but Encanto deserves a screenplay nod. I could could give it to him. It's that good a screenplay. It is. Being the Ricardos. That screenplay, well, is, yeah. It's it's original. I know it's Aaron Sorkin, but it's that good. It's that good. It's that good. And the French Dispatch. Yes, the French Dispatch is fabulous. And the French Dispatch completely shut out. Now, I get it. Again, crowded year. It is a crowded year, but that, I mean, I I think that's become my favorite. It is wild that those didn't get in. And there's at least two or three here that I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. Moving to adapted screenplay, we have Coda. Great. Drive My Car. Mm -hmm. Dune. Yep. The Lost Daughter. Mm -hmm. And The Power of the Dog. That's that's a fair category. Those are all, I mean, of the films that we've seen, great adaptations of their source material, as far as we can tell, with the exception of Power of the Dog. Well, I, I, yeah, and I would agree, though. I think part of it is Campion's writing and directing it. Yeah, and it's not good. I feel like somebody else should have written it. Her vision for it is gorgeous because it's Jane fucking Campion. But, like, can somebody else come in and tighten this this up, please? Just yes. a little. And, of course, missing from there is Tick, Tick, Boom. Yes. Tick, Tick, Which, Boom what the bad. fuck? Yeah. No, I agree. It's one of these could have gotten shoved to the side. All right. Best actor, Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos. Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog. Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom. Hell fucking yes. Will Smith for King Richard. And Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. No surprises. No. Other than Garfield. Garfield, Garfield is surprising some only people. because the rest of the film wasn't wasn't acknowledged. But he's uh, he's not gonna win against Benedict. I would be shocked if he won no. over Benedict. I at this point it's Benedict's award. Uh, like for the complaints we have about that movie, he's magnificent. He, <laughs> he is. And Benedict's fabulous. So like yep. but I am happy that Andrew was acknowledged for how amazing he is in that film. And Andrew was so happy about it. <laughs> right. And of course, he's precious. 
Missing from this category, and I think could have slotted in here opposite Denzel, who we are not keen on for Macbeth. Yeah. Bradley Cooper for Nightmare Alley. I wouldn't, I would have rather had him instead of Denzel. Denzel's filler. Like, love you, Denzel. You do great work. You're filler. I wouldn't call him. You're Meryl in this situation. You do good good work. No. He is. He, he, it wasn't like he wasn't committing. It's just a bad movie. That's the thing. He's fine. He's he's never bad in a movie. No, he's Denzel. Because <laughs> he's Denzel, just like Meryl's Meryl. Yeah. But the movie is bad, and this performance is not above and beyond and worthy of a nomination. Yeah. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah. Best actress. This is where things got fun. Yes. Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Mm-hmm. Fist pumping at home when I heard that. I was happy because that film has been shut out. Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter. No surprise. Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers. Cool. Not not surprised based on the buzz. Little surprised. Mm. Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos. Not surprised at all. And the other fist pump moment, Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Yes, very, very excited because she got shut out of everything else. Very glad that she was acknowledged. I genuinely am going to have to sit and think about these performances. I mean, there's a couple of performances we need to see, but this one's going to be a horse race. You know, of the three that we've seen, from a personal standpoint, I don't think Nicole has a chance here because I think Nicole does a really great job but it doesn't pack the weight that both Jessica Chastain and Kristen Stewart give. Yeah. And then we have to see these other two movies. Yeah. So, you know, missing from this category, obviously we mentioned Ruth Nega earlier Mm -hmm. for passing, which people have said is such a phenomenal performance. And Mm -hmm. so I, I imagine we'd be debating, should she be in there instead of Nicole? Yeah. And Lady Gaga getting shut out after becoming the front runner to get that fifth spot ahead of Kristen. Yeah, I'm I'm not mad about that though. Like No. Lady Gaga is a Golden Globe worthy performance. Yeah. And I don't say that in a bad way. She committed so completely to that fucking role. Mm-hmm. That movie is a cartoon. It is. <laughs> like that is one of those cases where it's like, y'all thought you were making something important and you were making popcorn trash it, it they're making the devil wears prada it was gorgeous popcorn trash it was fun but it was popcorn trash all right into some more controversy for our last two we have best supporting actor mm-hmm. karen hines for belfast cool troy kotzer for coda cool the first ever deaf actor nominated for an award of course marley matlin had been nominated earlier yes who so she's also in that movie I know. Jesse Plemons for The Power of the Dog. A little surprised about that. Uh, When we talk about who else could have been here, hmm. J.K. Simmons for being the Ricardos. He feels like filler here. A little bit. And then Cody Smith McPhee for The Power of the Dog. Earned. To my mind, the front runner right now. Agreed. Makes the most sense. But here's who we're missing here. Mm Mm-hmm. We're missing Jamie Dornan from Belfast. We are. Who is phenomenal. He is fabulous. We're missing Bradley Cooper for Licorice Pizza. Fine. I don't fucking care. He's not that good in it. He's, I, I, I don't, he's not worth it. He's not, no. It's not worth the nomination there. Adam Driver for House of Gucci. No. No. 
And the one that got brought up, and I I agree with this, Mike faced for West Side Story. Yes, he should have been nominated. Him or the gentleman who played Bernardo. I would have given it to Mike Faced over Bernardo, but yes. Faced and Jamie Dornan belong here besides Jesse and JK. I agree. And I love both of those guys, and especially JK Simmons, because I get that he's playing this guy, but mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest, when you're watching him on screen, you're just watching JK Simmons. Uh, no, I didn't feel that way. And believe me, I I've, did. <laughs> I've, I've, I've done the homework watching William Frawley. There are moments where he's JK, but I think that's because JK is a little William Frawley. Well, not in a bad way, not in a, but just in a, like you, there's, there's some similarities between those gentlemen. But regardless, those other two gave more encompassing and grossing performances. I completely agree. And finally, best supporting actress, Jessie Buckley for The Lost Daughter. Okay. Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. Absolutely. Complaints aside, I know you have your feelings about Anita. She was always going here. I know. Judy Dench for Belfast. Weird choice. uh, There are other women who could have gone there, like the mother. Kristen Dunst for The Power of the Dog. Absolutely. Mm. Oh, she well earned it for that performance. Mm. Nope. Don't. Mm. And Ingenue Ellis for King Richard. Yes, ma'am. Fabulous. She was one of our favorite parts of that movie. She was better than Will, and Will was really good. Oh, yeah. Will was great, but she stole the show from Will, which is is hard to do. It's hard to do that. Missing from this category... Kate Blanchett for Nightmare Alley. I threw that one there because Kate's very good in that. She is. The most glaring is Katrona Balfa. Yes, from Belfast. From Belfast. What in the hell? She should have been on this list instead of Judy. I'm sorry. If you're nominating a lady actor from that film, you're nominating mom. Yes. She is fabulous. And of course, Tessa Thompson for Passing. Also got some play there. So that leaves us to what we still have to watch. <laughs> yeah. So um, if you've been paying attention, we've seen most of these movies. I know. This is the shortest list of Oscars we've ever had of films that we have yet to see. There are still films that we had suspected might be nominated that we still want to see that weren't like Sereno. We were expecting that to possibly get some play. But that fizzled really fast. So I still want to see it, but it's not a priority. So we have six films that we have to see in order to hit all of our best picture, best actress, best screenplay, all of that stuff. So we have Coda, which is available on Apple. Don't Look Up, which I have actually watched. David has not. And that's available on Netflix. I've heard so much about it already. Of course. Not necessarily positive. It's, It's a movie of our time. (laughs) Uh, Drive My Car, which currently is not available on streaming. And, you know, I'm sure that will change in terms of being able to rent and whatnot here quickly. Check their website there. They've got all their scheduled screenings up for the film right now. Yeah. The Lost Daughter, which is available on Netflix. Parallel Mothers, which is also not available anywhere yet. And The Worst Person in the World, again, not available anywhere. So we've got three that are very easy for us to hit and then three that we got to catch it as soon as it shows up in our area or for rent on a streaming platform so yeah we have six movies and we have like six weeks to do it so we'll be fine we we have six weeks to catch six movies plus we have time to watch the movies that were like should we be mad that this didn't get in (laughs) or 
That looks like fun. Let's go see a movie. Well, there's a lot of those coming too, because holy jeepers, they're starting in early. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we, we've got a lot to look forward to over the next few months. So oh, the fire hose is, is for <laughs> yeah. real. We're, we're here for it. So yeah, like always, we'll do our score and song episodes. We'll do our episodes with our predictions and then we'll do our, our post broadcast wrap up. Uh, yeah, because this is this is our fun. Th- this is our Super Bowl. This is this is what we love to obsess about. So until next time, have a good movie. Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.